0: At the moment, you know, we've got parts of the world in in levels of lockdown and all those sorts of things. It's super appropriate that it may not be what does winning look like till the end of this year. It might just be what does winning look like today? What does winning look like this week? Because the, the game plan might change next week.
1: You're listening to Elevate, the official podcast of Elite Agent. For real estate industry sales professionals, property managers, and leaders. We are proud to present Courageous Conversations, a podcast series focusing on the tough decisions people have made to put themselves on a pathway to success. This episode is brought to you by Connect Now, who makes the business of moving easier for both you and your clients. For more information, visit connectnow.com.au. Please welcome your host, Leanne Pilkington. Hey
2: everyone, Leanne Pilkington here for the very latest Courageous Conversations and I have got Michael Sheargold with me who needs no introduction to the real estate industry. Hey Michael, how are you?
0: Leanne, I'm going fantastic and thanks for being on Courageous Conversations.
2: Hey, that's my pleasure. Um, so they talk about um, expertise. You need sort of 10,000 hours of practice in um, to become an expert. You've done what? Something in the order of 32 odd thousand coaching sessions and more than 31,000 presenta- hours of presentations. Like that's mad.
0: <laughs> oh, I'll say thank you. And when you, think of, when you think of it like that, you know, where's my walking stick? Kind yeah, of
2: totally. You yeah. must have started when you were about three, did you?
0: Oh, thank you. I lo- I, I I love a compliment like that. <laughs> it, it, it's been an amazing journey, and I, I think many people know that I started out doing general business coaching and, yeah. and also in the time management area. And uh, I met this guy called John McGrath through a joint mentor who said, "Hey, you guys ought to connect." And that started a 12-year coaching relationship with with John. Uh, And, you know, that was when he had the two-story terrace and four people in the sales team. So, you know, I I reflect on it being amazing growth for the Mariah business back in those days.
2: And that's really interesting, actually, that he saw the importance of coaching way back when it was such a small organization. That's really, um, you know, he's been a leader in our industry for a very, very long time. And that's, um, that's that's a real indication, isn't it?
0: And I think, Leanne, this is an important point that once upon a time you had a coach, oh, are you okay? Is something wrong with you? Now I've got a coach. That's a really smart decision about where you're heading, how you can build momentum, what are you putting in place about helping you get there? And, you know, even if you and I moved into a coaching session, which I promise I won't do with you right now, Leanne, uh, and I said, hey, Leanne, what does winning look like between now and the end of this year? And you go, hmm, that's interesting. That's a question that I haven't posed for myself already. So as soon as I ask you that question, it, it has the ability to directionalize your thinking into starting to open up a possibility. I'm just uh, making
2: a note of that while we're at it.
0: (laughs) And I'm I'm suggesting to all of the leaders I work is to ask your team, what does winning look like? Now, at the moment, you know, we've got parts of the world in, in levels of lockdown and all those sorts of things. It's super appropriate that it may not be what does winning look like till the end of this year. It might just be what does winning look like today? What does winning look like this week? Because the, the game plan might change next week. And I, I just love it when people are getting into that mode. I and mean, this is the power of coaching, asking questions. And, and you know, I've often said when I, I run our Coach the Coach program, it's not about making statements. It's about having powerful questions that can start to directionalize or open up a possibility for someone's thinking.
2: Yeah, absolutely. One of the questions I ask myself every day, and it's sitting here right on my computer, is what is it? Can I? What is it that I can actually do today? Where are the opportunities today? Because as you know, as you've already identified, we're in lockdown, and the opportunities today are different than the opportunities when we're not in lockdown. So it's important yeah. to get focused on what you can actually do, right?
0: Yeah, it's so good and interesting. I watched the uh, the Voice last night, and. Um, um uh, Keith Irvin was sort of saying he was he was feeling this real um sense of, of grumpiness and was just watching TV and, and getting down. And he had a, a good friend of his ring him and said, you know, Keith, I'm hearing everything that you that you can't do right now. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear from you what you can do. Can and do then it. Keith said, well, I could do this. And said, okay, what else could you do? What else could you do? And it's a coaching conversation. And all of a sudden, he it, it it was enough of a pivot for Keith to go like, oh, there's all of these things that I can do, yes. so I don't need to stay here. I can start to move here. And, you know, I, I often talk when I'm talking with, with great agents and, and leaders, if there were 100 things you could do, Uh, pre-COVID there's only 90 you can do now so there's 10 you can't do so are you going to focus on the ones you can't do or are you going to become really really good at doing the 90 that you can do and by the way that's not to say that someone who is doing homeschooling whose partner has had a, 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 a an issue who might have had someone in the family where they've had to be not just in lockdown, but in isolation from that point of view, yeah. there's there's multiple levels with this. And I don't want to downplay the, the importance of supporting each other through this particular process too.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It is more challenging for some than others. There's no doubt about that. Now yeah. you mentioned the coach the coach program, which I'm yeah. going to do one day. I haven't done it, but I am going to do it. That's my commitment to you. Why did you start because business owners don't really think of themselves as coaches very often, do they? Because most of our business owners, not all, but most, are the number one agents in their office, right? So why did you start that program and what does it teach our leaders to do? It is one of my favorite programs
0: because it, it's, a, it's a peel back the layers of, of what I do on a day-to-day basis with clients, yeah. So, it's fun. I actually get to say, here's what I'm doing in these situations. Yeah. And I talk about with leaders, um, there's there's lead, there's manage, and then there's coach. So, we lead people in the direction of our vision. We manage things, projects, profits, numbers, KPIs, uh, and we coach people for performance. And what Mm. happens a lot is most people, or I shouldn't say most, a lot of people fall into the trap of of just doing that manage bit. so numbers, KPIs, that kind of thing. Yeah. The inspiration is going to come from, from the lead. So where are we heading? What does it look like? What does it look like beyond the next three months? Um, guys, we're actually focused on putting this in place as we build this. And, you know, there's a, there's a saying in that is we want to make sure what given that we can't do these things, we've actually got more time. What are we going to do with our time to make this as productive as possible? And that becomes a a different conversation where we start to look at, well, there's some things here that we haven't had time for in the past that we can now bring into into play. That's lead. And then from a coach point of view, back to what does winning look like? Um, Back to um, if there were three skills that you invested or built in your career, what would those three be and where would that take you to? All of a sudden, it gets people thinking in a different way and a different possibility.
2: Yeah, it's really interesting. I'm working with some um, some of our offices at the moment because obviously no travel um, and no travel time my commutes. You know, I've got a long hallway, but that's about it. Um, <laughs> it does give me more time to work with our business owners and some of our agents, which has been really interesting. And the agents are sort of feeling like, The business owners are only focused on managing those KPIs. What are you doing today? What are you doing tomorrow? What did you achieve yesterday? And the agents are kind of feeling like, well, I can't do what I was doing before and um, there's no inspiration coming through, right? It's just um, the business owners are trying to make sure there's enough money coming in to pay everybody. I get it. I get it from both sides. But what would your advice be to both the agents and the, the business owners that are in that situation right now?
0: Well, I think the first thing is, uh, and and a big part of success in anything is empathy, is being able to see the other person's point of view. So, you know, if yeah. I have a, um, if, if I have a, a beach ball in front of me, and what the side I'm looking at is green, the slide you're looking at is red. Um, yeah. You know, I, I will just say it's green, it's green, it's green, and you're going to say it's red, it's, it's red, red, it's red. Yeah. And, and and all of a sudden, we need to be able to shift perspectives and see things from another point no, of good. view. Now, this is leader to agent or to property manager to anyone in the in the in the team and then it's also um, our team to clients so the ability for us to to lean into where a client is at I think firstly with the team the thing I'm saying is um, <laughs> avoid a Uh, an 8.30 start or an 8 a.m. start if you're in lockdown. Do a 9.30 start and say, guys, do some fitness in the morning. Um, Spend some time with the family. Get breakfast sorted uh, uh, with it. Uh, uh, Watch something motivational and share that at at 9.30 as to what you've actually done. Maybe do some journaling because we all know it's a great idea. Have we had time to do it? Maybe this is a time to send out something around um, – uh, meditation and and what does what are some of the things you can do to 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 breathe and relax even more. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I'm definitely saying is I, I do believe you need a startup, like a morning startup. So, you know, what are your wins? And all of our meetings, um, uh, lockdown or no lockdown, uh, are structured in terms of a review, preview. So, let's review what we did yesterday and preview what's on the, the go today. Let's review last quarter and preview what's happening next quarter. Let's review last year and preview what's going to happen next year. So as soon as you get into that review preview, it gives the ability to start to say, okay. And then what's super important is to ask the question in that morning startup is, is there anywhere you're stuck? Because a lot of time we ask, do you need any help? And I go, I don't need help. I'm, I I'm, need help. I'm, I'm, I'm a very, very um, effective individual. Sure. But if you, if you ask Anything you're stuck on, so like, yeah, I'm actually stuck on this. And make it okay to be stuck on something as opposed to, oh, I'm stuck on this. Oh, really? Well, you know what? That's sort of the you, – you, let's put the big L word in front of you um, uh, around being stuck on that. As opposed to we move into this more supportive mode of saying, all right, how do we actually – uh, free this up and start to build it. But, you know, it could be once a week you have a discussion with your team and say, what are some of the routines you're finding are working really well? And we share that as a team uh, around it. And, you know, the 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 largest real estate team I, I work with in terms of one particular brand um, is about 350 people across that the, the, that brand. So, and we're not talking like the franchise brands, we're talking like a, um, an independent office. Yeah. And, You start to look at that there's a lot of intel there that can be shared across the 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 team Uh, and that learning one it's contributing so i feel like i'm contributing and the other is i'm actually learning how i can lead a better life and make that happen and we know that great people make for great real estate professionals
2: that's exactly right yeah we've uh, we've long said it's um, it's much easier to teach uh, someone to be a great real estate agent than it is to teach them to be a great person, right? <laughs> I'm not going to answer that one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... When you're coaching somebody to have these really um, the difficult conversations the, the feedback conversations the, the KPI conversations my husband says don't don't talk about KPIs people hate to be um, held accountable what is, what is the language that we can use that actually makes it a less confronting conversation?
0: Can I grab something from uh, our coach the coach program and just and yeah, share that Of okay. course. So a a GPS in a a car or an aircraft uh, needs two important things. It needs to know where are we starting from and where do we want to go? So I utilize the GPS sort of methodology around breaking that down into goals, plan, and support. Yep. So, um, uh, you know, if you and I were in a coaching session, so I would say. I feel like we
2: are, just quietly.
0: (laughs) So if I was to say, um, so Leanne, between now and the end of the year, if there were three to five business goals you'd really like to achieve, what would they be? And if there were three to five personal goals, you'd like to achieve, what would they likely to be? Now some people will turn over in their diary and say, I'm glad you asked. Let me, let me share them with you. Others will probably need a little bit more massaging to help them get clear on that. So, that's the, the, the goal. And one of the challenges is a lot of the time people go, I've got goals, therefore I'm done. No, no. Big goals, no plan, probably ain't going to work out that well. And I believe if you can't hold someone accountable to a goal, you hold them accountable to the plan to achieve the goal. Yeah. Now, rather than me saying, Leanne, I have decided what you are going to do this year, and here yeah. are your, your three, five business goals, I've asked you um, and, and helped generate those with you. Now, I might give you a little bit of a challenge and say, Leanne, come on, uh, you're, you're better than that, and give you a little nudge. Or quite often someone new, I might say, that sounds great. What would be the minimum you'd feel comfortable with? So sometimes it's, it's, it's challenging up. Sometimes it's actually bringing them back slightly in terms of what they're going to achieve in that particular timeframe. And that's be able to read the play. So we go from uh, the, the goal, which should have a strong, a why and a what focus. Um, uh, here's what I want to achieve. And then, so oh, what is it about that that you want to achieve? Tell me tell me why you want to achieve that. And then that's a great way because it's sh- they're sharing their M factor. They're sharing their motivation with you around those particular points. Then we move to the plan. And the plan is, uh, is basically how and when. So how is that going to be achieved? So uh, what do you actually need to do on a daily or weekly basis in order for that goal to happen? So the goals out there, end of this year, pop the champagne. Let's come back to this week, this month. What is it you need to to do? So how is that going to happen? So the how and the when, okay. When are you going to schedule that? Okay. um, um, Okay. So when's that going to fit into your ideal week? How's it going to work? So you really build a how plan with them. Now, once again, depending on who you're with, that how plan might be uh, very, very uh, detailed, or the how plan might just have these three or four big chunks. And we know you, you nail know these three or four; that plan is achieved. The plan's are achieved, so therefore the goals are achieved. And then we ask the support question, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: and the support question—I'll just—will always lead to accountability. But now I've got someone who wants accountability because now I've asked, how would you like me to support you, to hold you, to support you on this journey so you achieve these things? So now you have effectively asked me to hold you accountable without saying, I'd like to have an accountability conversation with you, please, Leanne. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yes. a support conversation and by the way for me and this is a coach to coach definition accountability for me is reminding you of what you are committed to if you're not committed to it then I'm I'm pushing it up the hill as opposed to reminding you of your commitments
2: yeah, because some of the um, so yeah, some of the salespeople that I'm talking to feel like the conversation is a little bit relentless, like it's every day, what have you done? What are you doing? What have you done? What are you doing? And they just feel like they're being micromanaged.
0: Yeah, well, see, this is where and, and it was interesting. I had a a session yesterday and also uh, today with uh, with a couple of teams in in Sydney, and one of the things I'm saying is. Throw some humour in, into it. Find something on YouTube that is a comedian doing a, a skit yeah. around something, or um, you know, one of my favourites is the is the dentist uh, doing the negotiation of the tooth extraction. Uh, and I won't I won't ruin the punchline as, as to what it is if, if no one's seen it. But you know, if you just do a search on some of those things and share some of those, as opposed to it, yeah. it's, it's all about business. No, it's actually about helping people shift their energy. It
2: right. Yeah. It's about helping people shift their energy,
0: yeah. You betcha, you betcha. So so all of a sudden you've got this ability to um, uh, have a laugh about something. Uh, I, I do remember... Um, a situation and you've got to obviously contextualize this as to who is in your team.
2: Um,
0: But, you know, if you could go on a holiday anywhere in the world right now, where would you go to? It's like, well, I haven't been thinking about that, but if I was thinking about it, I'd go here. Okay. So all of a sudden you get this different kind of energy coming in because a lot of the time, and Leanne, this is valid for me. I think it's valid for you too. I would always have one or two holidays in my future it was like, okay, I'm going to put the, the pedal down. I'm going to really focus in on this yeah. because I know come Easter or come this particular time frame, there yeah. was a, um, a two-week kind of like escape, let's actually go yeah. into that mode. What's happened, those things haven't been occurring. So, therefore, yeah. it can be more of the, I'll, I'll say this in a nice way, SSDD, same stuff, different day. Yeah, a few, a few right. of my clients modify it from the same stuff, different day, if you know what I mean. I but, but ultimately, it is about um, how do we actually support our our team having great energy at the moment.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's such great advice. I could talk to you on this stuff all day, um but I would love to know about the way you have courageous conversations with yourself or maybe with other people. how do you how do you actually go about that process yourself to make good decision making?
0: Well, th- there's a couple of things. So one is, and this is is something that I have done for maybe 15-ish years, maybe even longer than that. So if I was uh, uh, going to uh, run a, a half-day or a one-day program, before anyone would come into the room, I'd I'd pause and I'd reflect and say, okay, who, who am I going to be for this particular team? Who am I going to be in this moment? And I'd yeah. literally, you know, grab a pen and I'd write it down. So I'd write down... Really you Write it down? Yeah, I'd write it down. And, okay. and it, it, it's interesting. I won't, I won't sort of uh, shift shift the uh, um, the camera around to the other angle, but just on, on this particular view, I actually have who I'm committed to being for my clients and for the profession at this point in time. Nice. And, that is, and that is positive, insightful, inspiring, full of possibility thinking, uh, clear and concise, fun and cheeky. So that's that's in my eye contact for every Zoom that I do. So I think sometimes um, we can actually have a pity party with ourselves as opposed to let's actually focus out here. That's true, now, yeah. What I will say is, I had a, a skin cancer removed here about uh, a month ago right. and um, it was, it was interesting. Can't go in the sun, can't do exercise, can't increase my heart rate, Da da little up. And I was like, Hmm, I'm feeling really, really grumpy. And, but what was interesting with that, I went, okay, this is what it feels like to, to be purposeless at this point in time. So the opposite of purposeless is purposeful full. And it doesn't matter what the purpose is it just matters that you have a purpose. And if we slow the word motivation down, it becomes a motive for action. So um, what is my motive for being in action? And, you know, occasionally I'll have a a parent say to me, my kids are not motivated. They sleep in until 11 o'clock. I say in actual fact, they are. They're motivated to sleep in. Their motive for action is sleeping in. So what I tend to do is reflect on that and say, what is my motive for action? So I have a morning startup plan. I'm happy to, to share with you. Yeah, great. So I do what's called a lucky stretch. People get the wrong impression with their lucky <laughs> stretch, by the way, but we won't go there. No judgment
2: here. My judgment here. Thank,
0: he. Thank you. So we um, uh, used to have a, a really cute little white Jack Russell. And, you know, as soon as Lucky got up in the morning, he'd do that, you know, the Uh, 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 stretch so one of the things that that uh, i do is this shift from sleep to awakeness so i do a you know like a full body movement kind of kind of stretch then uh, the first thing i do is i ask myself what am i grateful for in my life
2: Mm.
0: and it's like just let it roll bidding, 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 biding biding bidding. do you not
2: find you saying the same things every day
0: and that's okay like, you know, I'm, I'm incredibly grateful for uh, little Miss Frankie, you know, in our life. So sure. if she comes up every single day, that's not a bad thing for a dad to actually have as a reminder of how grateful um, I am to have her in my life. Yeah. It's a, just a really neat kind of a, a reinforcer uh, like that. The second thing I do is um, what's my number one priority for the day? Mm hmm. I'm still, I'm still in bed at this point in time. So it's my number one priority in the day. And this is all self-conversation, just in case you think it's a oh, verbal. <laughs> um, so then I bring that into into focus. So my number one priority for the day is this. And then the third thing I do and occasionally I might have end up having two or three of those. So what's number one. And I might have, you know, one or two or three that like, Oh, this is actually a tough one. So then I'll bring those into, into focus. So the most important things are really get some energy early in the morning. Uh, And then the final question is how can I love even more today? Now it's a broad question. So how can I love even more today? So um, it's, it's loving spending time with you. It's loving my clients. It's, it's, it's loving responding to an email. It's loving this phone call. It's loving handling this, uh, this issue uh, and this realignment thing that needs to occur uh, around it. But I find for me, Leanne, by doing that, it, it means that when I'm, I'm with you, I really want to be with you. I don't want to be in another headspace. I want to be here with you in the moment.
2: Yes. That's so massively important, massively important. And I think um, what you talked about with the beach ball, I've actually got one of those beach balls. I used—I talked about those in presentations myself um, and it's reminded me to use it in a meeting I've got next week. Um, but just that change in perception. Right. Being able to, that was my first lesson as a franchisor that I had to learn 25 years ago is I had to learn to think without that franchisor, hat. had to put my real estate agent's hat on and think about how they were feeling and what they needed. But it's not all about me, sadly. It's not all about, you know, what I need. It's about how we can negotiate something to get what we both need.
0: Yeah, you bet. But look, real estate is the ultimate win-win-win. So yeah. um, the landlord wins when the tenant wins and you win when they win. Uh, when the, the the seller wins and the buyer wins, the you win as an agent. So yeah. as soon as you get clear yeah. on that, it, it's – The fastest way for us to get what we want is to help other people get what they want. So if I can, can support someone in their decision-making and right now, you know, people are sitting on the fence around the decision to sell or the decision to buy. So The more that we can be what I call confidence creators, the more momentum we actually help people uh, achieve. Uh, By the way, it's easier for me to not make a decision and stay put than for me to make a decision and feel like I've done the wrong thing.
2: Yeah, that's so true. It is easier for a lot of people not to make a decision and just to procrastinate and go on and on and on. Um, Yeah, I like that, confidence creators. Well, we have just chatted away for half an hour, my friend. Um, Thank you so much. You're so generous with your time um, for the industry in general and this has been a really, really worthwhile conversation. So I'm looking forward to sharing it with everybody. Thanks,
0: Leanne. Really appreciate it. And thank you for the work you do. I mean, putting this message out is is so... It's so important for people to help them navigate as to where they go. So happy happy to be and support people on their journey of success.
2: So to that end, where can people find you if they want to know more about what you do and the courses that you do? Well, the simplest thing
0: is is jump onto michaelsheargold.com and uh, uh, join the VIP uh, communication list. uh, Have a look at some of the the blog posts and some of the the free resources there to get you started on that particular journey. We have got, um, you know, Agent Growth Club, Leaders Growth Club, and some great programs there like Coach the Coach uh, that are available to really design to support the agent level, the the leader level, and even the property management level to, to support that kind of growth. Mindset to achieve the best result possible.
2: Amazing. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks, Leanne. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Courageous Conversations with thanks to connectnow.com.au. Don't forget to get access to all of Elite Agency's premium resources, including a detailed episode guide for this podcast. Visit joineliteagent.com.